0: Welcome to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast with Alex Mead. I've invited sales, marketing, and business leaders to discuss their successes, failures, and everything else in between. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Mead, uh, VP of Sales and Marketing at Beacons Point. And today, uh, doing another one of those solo shows, uh, something that I wanted to talk about. I was inspired by, um, you know, I host a sales and marketing mastermind group. And this question came up, and we discussed it for a little while in, in this group. And, you know, I thought it would be a good topic to talk about because I think it's something a lot of marketers... Uh, might be feeling or have similar questions about. And it's really with the idea of st- how do you start incorporating video into your content marketing strategy? You've been using content marketing, you've writing blogs, you've got white papers, case studies, you've got everything you need, but it's like how do I now start adding video? And so I wanted to talk about a few things there that might help people reframe how they think about video and how to get started with it. Uh, you know, here at Beacon's Point, we're a video-first inbound marketing agency, and so video is a huge part of what we do. And so, you know, we've got some maybe unique views on video, but wanted to get that out. And if you're interested in the Mastermind group, uh, listen in to the end, and I'll give more information on the show notes there, uh, but I wanna talk about the video. So first off, you know, video shouldn't be any different Than any other piece of content you create. So you have to step back and say, what is my content strategy? What am I trying to achieve with this content? Well, I mean, like even take a step back further, and you know, we discussed buyer personas before, but what is your buyer persona? Do they like video? Do they like to read summaries of video? Do they like watching demos? Do they like walkthroughs? You know, understanding what kind of content and what messaging they want helps determine what types of videos you should create. But you know when you're thinking about when you're thinking about video, it shouldn't be any different than when you're thinking about what should I create for an article? What should I create for uh, an ebook or guide or webinar or you know whatever other piece of content that you're trying to create? There really shouldn't be a different way to go about going a way about it when you when you start creating that. So you need to think about like what is the. Uh, you know idea behind all of my strategy and where can video help tell that story and just like any other piece of content for video you need to have an objective so if you, you write articles they might be for high level awareness you might write case studies that are for decision uh, or in the engaged stage of the buyer's journey and so video is no difference so you have to think about like what am i trying to do with this video am i trying to Create more awareness. Is this going to be about the company? Is this going to be about a specific blog type? Is this for a A service page and then if so, what's the what do you want people to walk away with? What do you want them to do after that? What's that action? What's that call to action? You want them to do? Understanding that also determines what style of video you should should create awareness a, a video off of a blog, is it a product demo, is it a case study, uh, is it an explainer? You know, there's various, so many different types there and based on what you're trying to achieve, where it is in the buyer's journey determines what type of, what style, what format, um, you know, how long it should be, how much money you should invest, time you should invest, things like that. And you know, I think a lot of people don't ask that question when they're creating video the same way they do for for content. And video can be part of, you know, a lot of people subscribe to the uh, kind of the marketing funnel philosophy with your awareness stage all the way down to the bottom of the funnel where you're trying to convert or in a topic cluster where you've got your main topic and sub topics around that. Video is just another medium to explain that. So video doesn't have to be this whole separate strategy. It can, but it doesn't have to be. You know, if you've got uh, a mix of articles you wanna write or topics you wanna cover, maybe one of those best is for a video. Maybe there's, maybe there's an interview footage you can get with uh, an industry expert talking about it. Maybe it's motion graphics. Maybe it's a way to explain, you know, explain deep dive into a process that maybe using motion graphics or caricatures or some sort of design animation is better to do. And so it doesn't have to be a separate strategy as, as in what's the best way to communicate this message and is it through video or is it through written or is it both? you know, we often kind of correlate video as part of, you know, blogs, all of your top blogs should have a video. All of your top videos should have blogs. You know, the best thing about you know creating a video, you get that transcribed, you get that edited or manipulated a little bit and now you have an article as well. So there's a lot of things to think about, you know, why you should create a video and what is is video the best case for that. So I want to talk about like, what's the easiest place to start? Where should you start? to create content for for video content. And one easy way is, what is the next article you're gonna make? If it's an article about why your platform is good for uh, mid-market sales teams, once you write that article, do a short video, just, just do like a, a Zoom, just do a Loom video, do a, a Wistie or a Vidyard video, uh, where you're just doing a screen grab, walking through it and explaining it in more words, going in more detail about it. You know, you can take it a step further, you can add motion graphics if you have the ability, you can make use stock footage to get your point across. Um, if it's not a new piece of content, you know, one thing that we always kind of go in and as we do content audits is suggest, hey, you've got these top 10 performing blogs, and you're you're not getting a lot of people going to the next stage or you're getting a high bounce rate. Let's add, let's make a video of that top performing blog. Let's, you know, we'll we'll create a voiceover that is essentially recapping the article, add some motion graphics, add some soft footage, add some call to actions, and now we've got a video to accompany one of your top performing blogs. And you'll start to see you'll start to see the bounce rates drop because people are watching more of the video, they're getting more entertained, they're getting more value out of it. Um, and video will start to increase your search rankings uh, if, you, if you have the appropriate meta tags and the appropriate you know, alt tags within your video. Uh, you can also go back to your objective. And so just remembering what you're trying to do with this video and you know maybe you wanna record a demo. Maybe you wanna you know, walk through of a specific product or tool or feature or use case of it um, and, and use that for there. Another question we get often is is in-house versus external like what should should i hire an external agency to create my videos or can we do it in-house and that's kind of you know unfortunately there's not an easy answer to that there's a lot of factors like how many videos are you trying to create do you have someone internally that can like you know run a camera do some do some light editing Uh, You know, if if the answer is not, is the answer is no, then it's going to be a lot of screen capture. It's going to be a lot of uh, you know trying to trying to make do with what you have, and that's often a great place to start. But we like to think of it this way, Uh, because it is a difficult thing to answer. Think of video as as like a first impression tool think of it as a way where you are making your first impression and you want that to be a good first impression so we kind of recommend spend money upfront spend money on the awareness spend spend money on like a brand video on some blog content or some you know products and services content things that people are going to see first and as they get through your buyer's journey and as they get through the funnel you know, you can you can create videos that are more DIY because you're you're creating more value. There's going to be more questions that come up. You can create questions based on your sales process, and you can put them in an FAQ. Uh, you know, recorded demos, recorded uh, webinars, you know, other things like that. That as you go through, can either be more in house or can even be more with your webcam and some light editing with that. There's a lot of creative ways to create content internally, but it does take some time. It does take possible resources, you know, certain equipment. Uh, but things, equipment is getting a lot cheaper than it used to be, and so it's a lot, it's a lot easier to do. And I also think your audience will see that even if there's some imperfections we'll see that personal touch and see that it's it's you it's if the content and the value is there and the slides are a little off or you know it's it's like not on a perfect background that the content is there the value is there you just want to make sure you have good audio Uh, people like to make sure they can hear things that's the only one caveat i would say there I want to touch on, lastly, I want to touch on like how we view video at Beacon's Point. I normally don't like to talk about ourselves here on the podcast, but I think it's relevant in how we see video because we think of video as really the cornerstone. It's the backbone of our philosophy and strategy for creating content creating a video isn't necessarily just the outcome of what we do. It's kind of, it's how we capture the content through interviews, through zooms, through other aspects like that. And it's more of a mindset of how video is going to then transform into articles. It's going to transform into social posts, email content, website content, uh, other offers, other ideas for content. Because when you have these conversations, it's a lot easier to talk about things than it is to just write them down for most people. And, you know, if we get a subject matter on the phone or on a Zoom call or we go film an interview, we'll have that conversation and many different articles can sp- can be sparked or spun from that conversation, let alone you're creating a video, you're creating uh, a blog post, website content, social content, really anything that can be expanded into other content. You're taking the time to have this conversation, you're taking the time to create video, you know, might as well try to get as much reach out of that content as you can. I mean, I could go all day on how video is helpful to your strategy, how easy it is to repurpose, um, and what that value is for your campaign, but in the sake of you know, trying to keep this as a short nugget, maybe that'll be a separate video. If you have any questions about video or how to get started or different types, you know, feel free to reach out to me anytime on LinkedIn um, or on our company website. But you know, I mentioned the camp campfire mastermind earlier in the episode, and so I want to talk about it again. And it's something that I started during the pandemic. You know, I was at home. It really actually started out as a as like a happy hour, trying to just stay connected with a lot of people that I met and and built relationships with. And it kind of turned into we were all having challenges and things that, that were going on, especially with the pandemic. And it kind of just morphed into, you know, a group, uh, you know, every week we have a different group of 10. Every other week, a different group of 10 people that are all sharing challenges uh things they're working on, issues that they're having internally about getting buy-in, how to promote a webinar, is email, is a subscription strategy worth it for their business? You know, every all types of questions. We come together every other week to really discuss them. And as a peer group, we provide feedback and we provide experience that, that someone else may have gone through. We have various industries, various job titles and sales and marketing. And it's a very holistic approach to trying to find solutions that are, that are thought out and experienced. And so if you're interested in the campfire mastermind group, feel free to uh, reach out to me again on LinkedIn. I'll put it in the show notes here. You can also Google campfire mastermind. I realized that today that we are on the, we are the second listing on the first page. So go SEO efforts. Uh, or not that many things called Campfire Mastermind. But yeah, it's a great group. Uh, We meet every other Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific and really excited if you could join. But thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a full interview uh, with with some great guests. But I wanted to get this quick out for you guys and enjoy and see you next time. Thanks for listening to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast hosted by me, Alex Mead. The B2B Growth Marketer Podcast is sponsored by Beacons Point. Beacons Point is a growth marketing agency that creates a video-first content approach to attract the right customer and deliver the message at the right time. Find out more at beaconspoint.com. This week's episode is produced by Summer Myers. Thanks for listening. See you next time.